Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Hey, what is up, everybody? It's Animac here for Anime Uproar, and today I will be breaking down Aaron's secret master plan. The plan that he has been carefully working on throughout the entire four-year time skip, and a plan that is about to change the entire world forever. In one of my previous Attack on Titan videos, I explained what happened during the four-year time skip in the nation of Marley. And in that video, I said that if we can get 15,000 likes, I would make a new video explaining what happened on the island of Paradise during that same time skip. Since you guys more than came through with the likes on that video, here I am to explain everything that happened during the time skip on the island of Paradise and how all of that fits into Eren's world-changing master plan. Thank you again for watching our Attack on Titan videos, it really means a lot, and let's see if we can get this video to an absolutely crazy 20,000 likes. Dropping a like takes only a second, but it really means a lot to me, so thank you in advance. And of course, if you're new to the channel or you haven't subscribed yet, make this the video that you subscribe and hit that notification bell to turn on all notifications. And if you're hungry for more Attack on Titan content, you can check out our already large and growing Attack on Titan video playlist. I will link the entire playlist at the top of the description and in the pinned comments, so check it out. Finally, this video will contain Attack on Titan manga spoilers. As of the making of this video, Eren's plan hasn't been fully revealed in the anime, so with that said, please proceed with caution, you have been warned. Right before the time skip, the Survey Corps on Paradise had managed to eliminate the Titan threat beyond the walls, and they were able to reach the ocean for the first time. But, after everything that they went through with the Marleyan warrior infiltration of the walls, Eren and the Survey Corps knew that what awaits them on the other side of that ocean was not freedom. Thanks to the basement revelations, they now knew that just across the sea is the nation of Marley, a mortal enemy of the Eldians on Paradise and a dangerous threat to the very survival of everyone who lives on the island. The Marlan warriors had infiltrated the walls before, and as we know, these infiltrators caused untold death and suffering on the island with the use of their Titan Shifter powers. And it is highly likely that these Marlans will return to Paradise and attack once again, it was only a matter of time. They want the founding Titan, they want the natural resources that the island has to offer, and if we're being honest, they hate the so-called island devils so much that at some point in the future, the Marlans will almost certainly attempt to kill every Eldian on the island. In fact, over the course of the time skip, Marley sent 32 scouting ships to Paradise to gather intel on the islanders and their movements. However, 
None of these ships ever returned to Marley because they were intercepted by Aaron's Attack Titan and Armin's Colossal Titan. The ships were either captured or destroyed outright, but none of them ever made it back to Marley. It is important to note that some of the Marleyan soldiers from the captured ships actually switched sides and defected to the side of Paradis. This is because many of those soldiers were not native Marleyans. They were in the Marleyan military because their own nations were subjugated by Marley and so they were compelled to become soldiers for a nation they actively opposed. That said, there are actual native Marleyans like Yelena and Nicolo who ended up allying with the forces on Paradis in one way or another. All of these Marleyan defectors shared important intel with the Eldians on Paradis, including information about Marley's military plans and their modern technology. During the time skip, the Paradis forces also made contact with Kiyomi Azumabito, who is the ambassador of Hizuru. Hizuru is a nation somewhere in the far east of the Attack on Titan world, and it is that world's equivalent of Japan. At various times during the time skip, Kiyomi met with both Zeke and the Eldians on Paradis. Zeke secretly tells her that his real goal is to help free the Eldian people. And then once she arrives on the island of Paradis, Kiyomi's goal is to form a secret alliance between the nation of Hizuru and Paradis itself. Historically, Hizuru had actually been allied with the Eldian Empire, and they are the only known nation that doesn't actively hate Eldians. In fact, the two nations were so close that a son of Hizuru's then ruling Shogun clan ended up moving to the island of Paradis along with Karl Fritz some 100 years ago. This son of the Shogun clan from Hizuru later started a family on Paradis and that family became the Asian clan inside the walls. Mikasa's mother and Mikasa herself are descendants of this Hizuru noble family. Because of their historic alliance with the hated Eldians, the Hizuru nation suffered greatly after the fall of Eldia in the Great Titan War. The other nations resented Hizuru for being allied to their enemies, and so Hizuru lost its power and influence. As such, Kiyomi hopes that an alliance with Paradis will help restore Hizuru to greatness. Especially because Paradis possesses important natural resources that Hizuru wants to get their hands on. By the way, Kiyomi is also a descendant of the same Hizuru noble family as Mikasa, and that family is currently known as the Azumabito family. During the time skip, the islanders on Paradis used their newfound knowledge of modern technology to construct a modern railway line on Paradis Island. This railway line will end up being a very important resource in the fight against Marley because it will allow the islanders to transport important resources, keep tabs on the island and the coastline, and move their troops far quicker and easier than before. Now, throughout the time skip, Armin and many of the other Survey Corps members are trying to figure out a way to end the conflict with Marley diplomatically. They want to find some peaceful solution that would allow Paradis, Marley, and the other nations of the world to coexist peacefully. However, Eren himself is very skeptical, especially after Hizuru fails to secure additional allies for Paradis. The rest of the world still sees Eldians, and Eldians on the island in particular, as 
devils. And so, Aaron is convinced that any attempt to find a peaceful solution will fail, and it will just lead to the destruction of Paradis and everyone on it, including his closest friends. Aaron's belief is only strengthened when several members of the Survey Corps, Aaron included, infiltrate the mainland in secret in an attempt to meet with Kiyomi and forge new alliances on the continent. While secretly visiting the mainland, Aaron recognizes certain things from his father's memories, which he had inherited through the attack Titan, but he remains cold and distant for most of the trip. While the other members of the Survey Corps are hopeful at the prospect of exploring this new land and forming new alliances that could potentially avert a disaster, Aaron is not hopeful or optimistic in the least. This is definitely not the same Aaron that we met at the beginning of the story, a boy who would have been incredibly excited to explore this new world beyond the walls for the first time. At one point during this trip, Aaron and the other members of the Survey Corps attend an important meeting by world leaders. This summit was actually called to address the issue of the world's mistreatment of the Eldian population. And so the Survey Corps members were hoping that they could win over allies at this summit and find a peaceful solution to the conflict between Paradis and the rest of the world. Unfortunately, it turns out that the leaders of this summit have the complete opposite idea. They want to improve the status of the Eldians on the continent by convincing the world to focus all of their hatred for Eldians towards the Eldians on Paradis in particular. Essentially, they want the Eldians outside of Paradis to be seen as good Eldians, while the Eldians on Paradis should be the only ones seen as evil devils. So in theory, after the world unites, attacks Paradis, and eliminates all the so-called devils on the island, then the world can be at peace, and the Eldians on the continent can stop being mistreated because the real threat, the island devils, has been eliminated. After hearing this nonsense, Eren leaves the summit and his mind is made up for good. He eventually meets with Yelena in secret during a celebration in Tross District back on Paradis. And during that meeting, Yelena tries to convince Eren to support Zeke's master plan. Zeke's plan is to euthanize the entire Eldian race by using the Founding Titan to take away their ability to reproduce. Zeke believes that because Eldians have the ability to transform into Titans, they will always be seen as a threat to the world. And so as a result, they will always be hated by the rest of the world and the conflict will keep going. Zeke believes that the world would be better off if the Eldian people simply stopped existing. And he thinks that the most humane way to achieve this is to allow the current generation of Eldians to live out their lives in peace, but to ensure that future generations of Eldians will never be born. Eren pretends to go along with Zeke's plan at first, but in reality he was opposed to it from the beginning. And this is something that he privately revealed to Flock. Eren needs Zeke's help to access the Founding Titan powers since Zeke has loyal blood, but Eren has no intention of euthanizing the Eldian people. Eren's real plan is to use the Founding Titan to initiate the rumbling and destroy the entire world outside of Paradis. He believes that this is the only way to save everyone on the island from being killed by the Marleans and other nations of the world. Even though this plan involves killing many innocent civilians outside of the island, people who have nothing to do with the mistreatment of Eldians or the attacks on Paradis, Eren is convinced that this has to be done. Either he destroys the rest of the world now, 
or everyone he ever loved and cared about on the island will eventually be killed by the outside forces. Several people closest to Eren, including Armin, Mikasa and Historia, actively oppose this idea. But Eren dismisses their objections, and he is willing to take all the blame and all the guilt upon himself. He even considers using the Founding Titan to erase everyone's memories of the rumbling once it does eventually occur, so that they won't have to feel bad about what Eren did. Eren then goes on to infiltrate Marley again, this time pretending to be a soldier who had been injured during the war between Marley and the Mideast Alliance. On this false pretense, and using the name Eren Kruger, Eren eventually makes contact with Zeke. Eren convinces Zeke that he intends to support his euthanasia plan, and Zeke agrees to help Eren take down the Tiber family and the Marleyan military high command who have all gathered in Liberio. They were all there to announce the new invasion of Paradise, something that Zeke himself had pushed for, and the fact that the Tiber family was present is also something that Zeke had ensured. After the devastating Battle of Liberio, Zeke travels back to Paradise with Eren and the Survey Corps members. Hanji is actually angry at Eren for essentially forcing the Survey Corps into supporting his plan in Liberio. But Eren is convinced that he has made the right decision and that the attack on Liberio has bought the Islanders time to get strong enough to defend themselves. In reality though, Eren's idea of self-defense is just utterly destroying the world beyond Paradise, but he doesn't reveal that until later. When the Survey Corps gets back to Paradise, Eren is imprisoned for his unilateral actions. Hanji and many others believe that Eren's decision to attack Liberio has only increased the world's hatred towards everyone on Paradise. But Eren believes that the hatred was already there and he only did what he had to do. Eventually, Eren escapes from his underground prison using the Warhammer Titan's powers, and he and Zeke manage to overthrow the military government on Paradise with the help of the Jaegerists. And the Jaegerists are a faction of soldiers who believe that Eren is the only one who can save Paradise from utter destruction. After Eren and Zeke finally manage to unlock the Founding Titan's power, they find themselves in the world of the Paths with none other than the progenitor, Emir Fritz herself. Here at last, Eren reveals to Zeke that he was never really going to go along with the euthanasia plan. Eren doesn't want to sterilize the Eldians, he wants to save them, at least the ones on Paradise. Zeke thought that Eren's actions were just the result of him being brainwashed by his father Grisha, but in reality, Eren has always believed in taking away the freedom of anyone who wants to take away his own. Eren explains that for the past four years, he has had access to future memories. The Attack Titan's special ability is allowing the current user to see the memories of future users. Which is why Eren Kruger somehow knew about Armin and Mikasa before they were even born. In that same way, Eren was able to see Grisha's memories from back when he was the Attack Titan. And that meant that Eren could also see the memories of the future that Grisha had seen. Memories of what Eren himself would end up doing in the future. These memories of the future have been guiding Eren's actions throughout the entire time skip. And it is in part because of these future memories that Eren gave up on the idea of finding a peaceful solution. He knew that a deadly showdown was inevitable, and he decided that if war, death, and suffering must occur, then they would occur at the expense of the outside world, not at the expense of Paradise Island. Eren's plan was to convince the progenitor, Emir Fritz, to stop obeying the orders of the members of the royal bloodline and join forces with him instead. Together, they can destroy the outside world, 
thereby removing all threats to Paradise Island and saving everyone on the island from inevitable destruction. Together, they can break this endless cycle of war, death, and revenge. This plan has been in the making for 2,000 years, to you 2,000 years from now. And this is the plan that seems destined to unfold in the finale of the Attack on Titan story. Eren's dilemma in these final stages of Attack on Titan reminds me of a short film from the Czech Republic called Most, which means The Bridge. In this film, a man whose job it is to raise and lower a drawbridge faces an incredibly tragic choice. While the bridge is raised and therefore unusable, a train is approaching it earlier than it was supposed to arrive. And as this is happening, the man's own son becomes trapped inside the drawbridge's gears. The father now has to decide whether to lower the drawbridge and kill his own son, or whether to save his son and leave the drawbridge up. If he doesn't lower the drawbridge, his son will live, but the train will plunge off the bridge, leading to the deaths of dozens if not hundreds of people. In the end, the father decides to lower the bridge. He saves the passengers on the train, but his actions kill his own son. However, Aaron would not make that choice. Aaron chooses to save the people closest to him, the people he loves, even if that means the death of a far greater number of other people. If the world is determined to destroy Paradis, then Aaron will destroy the world instead, even if that leads to the deaths of millions of innocent people. Those people might be innocent, but they are strangers to Eren, and he doesn't feel responsible for protecting them. But he does feel responsible for protecting his loved ones, and that is exactly what he is determined to do. Eren has received, and will continue to receive, a lot of criticism for his actions, both in the world of Attack on Titan and in our own world. People will condemn him for killing so many innocent civilians just to protect his own people. But here's the question. What choice would you make in that exact situation? If it's either kill or be killed, as Eren believes that it is, would you really sacrifice your own loved ones just to save complete strangers? Would you really just sit back and watch as everyone you've ever known and loved is wiped out by foreign invaders? Could you do that knowing full well that you have the power to prevent it? Once you move beyond the utilitarian generalities, and once you really put yourself in Aaron's shoes, are you sure, 100% sure, that you wouldn't do exactly what he did? That is a fascinating question, and that is what makes Aaron such a fascinating character. If you enjoyed this video and you want to see more Attack on Titan content right here on the channel, please leave a like to let me know, it really does help. Also, if you're new to the channel, or maybe you haven't subscribed yet, make this the video that you subscribe and hit that notification bell to turn on all notifications. You really have to go through the trouble of hitting that bell, and then selecting the option that says all. I know it's annoying, it's an extra step, but if you don't do that, you're still gonna miss a ton of our videos, even if you are subscribed, it's just how YouTube works. Don't forget to check out our growing Attack on Titan playlist, link in the description. A big thank you to all of our Anime Uproar patrons for making videos like this one possible. Special thank you to Alpha Sigma, Disciple of Lord Twigo himself. 
And I can't forget all of our the one tier patrons, the ones who stand above all other clans, including Ingrata, The World, A Quiet Respect, Liam Thompson, Pate Heffa, Rathian YX, Phoenix Anime, Emperor Otaku, Thomas Jones, Spidey Life Tunnel, Baked Buddhist, Tungsten Tarkus, and Denki Kaminari. Finally, thank you also to our pro hero tier patrons, including the one and only Gilgamesh, Steelers, Angel Cruz, Anatoly Kazatsky, Cricket XP, Joe Stanton, Very Gucci, Jessica Califond, Alicia Octor, Bonnie Parks, Hinokami and Water, The Red Haired Raven, Florian, Joanne Garcia, Jack Watches Anime, Fat Boy Games, Manwa Freaks, Deadly Saint, Matthew Cruz, and Anthony Schreiber. If you enjoy our videos and you feel that they provide value for you, consider supporting us on Patreon. Even a single dollar gives you access to our patron-exclusive Discord, and your name will appear in our videos along with these amazing people. As always, thank you guys so much for watching, and until next time, see ya, Space Cowboys! A new year full of surprises. But one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts of up to 89% off USPS and UPS services. So when postage goes up, your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com is like your own personal post office, wherever you are. You can even take orders on the go with the mobile app. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Schedule package pickups automatically find the cheapest and fastest shipping options, and seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. There's even a supply store where you can stock up on mailing supplies, labels, even printers. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. All you need is a computer or phone and printer. Take a chunk out of your mailing and shipping costs this year with Stamps.com. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com code program.